Welcome to episode 15 of That's Not What Andrea Told Me, and our fifth installment of Three on the Threes, even though today is really a four on the threes. Yes, that's true. (laughs) We're nothing if not flexible on this podcast. Yes, we have two very special guests on the podcast today. We have our grandmother, Kathleen, whom we call Mimi, and our great aunt, Avenel. So, hi, guys. Hello there. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, we're excited to have y'all. So listeners, you've probably heard us talk at least about Mimi on the podcast. She's our mom's mom and was married to our papa from whence the story originates for the name of this podcast. They were married for 59 years and we've talked quite a bit about how often we would stay up at their house in Fort Worth in the summers. Yeah. And our Aunt Avenel is Papa's younger sister, and we have a lot of memories. I think mine are better than Casey's because we stopped going, but I have so many fond memories, Aunt Avenel, of going to your house in Arkansas and being up there for family reunions. And then, of course, our somewhat ill-fated trip to Florida. <laughs> part, part ill-fated, part awesome. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so we, we may tell that story in a little bit. I guess we could tell it now. So how old was I, guys? Do y'all remember? Nine. I was nine. Okay. Yeah. And we loaded up. It was Mimi and Papa and Avenel and Uncle Paul and me. And we left off from Texas and drove to Florida eating at every Cracker Barrel on the way. And I joke that it was ill-fated because Papa got bad food poisoning. And I remember that being the first time because I had friends whose grandparents were older than mine. And so I remembered people talking about their grandparents dying. And that's the first time that as I were like, oh my gosh, my grandparents are going to die. And maybe it's now. And then it was almost 30 years later. (laughs) But we drove to my Aunt Sandy's, which we talked about Aunt Sandy on the podcast. She's recommended an episode for us and surprised her. She was expecting you guys, but she was not expecting me. Whose idea was it to have me go knock on the door? I think it's Papa's. Yeah. So they sent me up to the door and I knocked on the door. And when Sandy answered, I said, can Alex come out and play? Who is one of the authors of our theme song. So yeah, real family affair around here. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) But we'd like for for Mimi and and Avenel for y'all to just tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves. So Mimi, you want to kick us off? I will. I was born in Liberty, Texas, but we actually lived about 20 miles north of Liberty. And at that time, we didn't have uh, a lot. We just had like a four room house, but I was the sixth of seven children, four brothers at the time and one sister. And then nine years later, I get another brother. So, And then my parents bought this little grocery store in this little community of Moss Hill. And we moved down there. Well, by that that time, my older brothers were already out of a house and grown. They had been in the service uh, and um, married and had getting some children of their own. So it was just me and my younger brother that actually lived with uh, my mom and dad at that store. Mm-hmm. during that time so that's where I grew up actually and where I met your papa when he mm-hmm. came in to buy some lunch meat for his 
lunch that day. <laughs> and he looked down at me over the counter and said, oh, can you ring me up? <laughs> yeah, I guess we, we should let everyone know the massive height difference. <laughs> yeah, he was 6'1", and I'm 5'2". So yeah. that's... <laughs> And he thought that I was probably 10 years old at that time. <laughs> but weren't well, you? <laughs> hopefully not 10. Yeah. Then the rest of the story gets creepy. <laughs> That's right. I, I was actually uh, 16. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, like Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then how old were you when he wished you off to Fort Worth? We let's say it was 22. Okay. 22, 23. Let's see. Chris was just six months old. Okay. At that time. So where was Chris born? She was born in Houston. Oh. Were all of them born in Houston? Yes. Oh. I'm not sure I realized that. Three girls born in Houston. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And he was off to Fort Worth and I cried all the way I didn't want to leave Aww. my mama <laughs> you know I was a mother of three babies <laughs> yeah listen Mimi you're not going to get any judgment from me <laughs> or me <laughs> good good it's got live, someone on my side <laughs> I live a quarter mile from my mom so and that's a little far <laughs> uh, okay and I have another your turn okay well I was born in a little place called New Edinburgh Arkansas and we lived out in the country in a community called Mount Lebanon. And I was the sixth child. I have two younger brothers. And then I had, uh, well, there were seven of us. So why did I have four, four older siblings? Mm-hmm. So, and there had been two that had passed away in between those. So mm-hmm. there would have been a larger family had that not happened. Mm-hmm. And I lived there until I was uh, 14. And my mother, my, well, my da- first, let me tell you, my dad died when I was five and left mom with um, all of us children, the baby like six days, being two months old. And then she had a three-year-old, a five-year-old, a 10-year-old, a eight-year-old, and a 16-year-old. Jeez Louise. So, <laughs> and then 10 years later, we'll move forward fast. Ten years later, she remarried, and we moved mm-hmm. to Ryerson, Arkansas, and we had a cafe, and I moved around a lot in my teenage years. From there, we moved to Magnet Cove, and from there, we moved to Lakeside. This is all in Arkansas, and from there, we moved to Friendship, and that's where I met your Uncle Paul. Mm. And, and how did you meet is, him? The rest is history. Well, actually... His brother, his older brother, knew us because he had delivered groceries to one of our cafes. He drove for a, a company called Clem's Wholesale. Mm-hmm. And so he brought Paul down to meet me. <laughs> so, and, and the rest is history. That's right. <laughs> Blind date. <laughs> yeah, I will have yeah. to say that Paul has already said that he walked in and he saw this a beautiful young lady with these beautiful blue eyes and he knew right then that's who he was going to marry her yeah oh yeah similar to that he said yeah (laughs) 
I love yeah, it. I think we, I think we made y'all tell us some of those stories when we were all together for Papa's funeral. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure that you have heard everything I have told you from your Papa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Probably. as Casey has said a lot, we, we both forget. Yeah. I have a terrible memory and I have no, it's, it's so bad. <laughs> only, only made worse by the plethora of children. Yeah. Yeah. It gets worse and worse each year. <laughs> oh goodness. And now I know how my mind is like it is. <laughs> well, we are so excited y'all joined us this evening and we're excited to maybe learn some new stories or even just hear old ones again. So Casey, do you want to kick us off with our first question? Yeah. So on the heels of our domestic travel episode, that's why Mimi and Anna Ivanel came to mind because they traveled a ton. So what we would like to know is, you know, we have so many memories looking at old pictures of your trips. And so we want to hear what your first trip was together and where did y'all go and whose idea was it? Who do you want to answer? Me? Uh, either one of you. Oh, Well, I think our first trip was actually to Eureka Springs in the early 90s, and Memo Kane was with us. She always wanted to go to Arkansas because, of course, Papa had told her so much about it. So we took her to Ain't Avenel's Knuckle Falls and picked them up, and then we all headed to Eureka Springs. It was just a lot of sightseeing, I think. Am I right, Avenel? That's, yes. But that wasn't your first one, right, in the 90s? That was the first one because, you know, Memo passed away in 94, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. but I I thought y'all, I don't know why, I thought your pictures were older than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe, did y'all not travel to, uh, together, like, as a group until then? Well, we did some day trips, okay. but, but honestly, we could not remember when our first trip was. <laughs> But we took a day trip to Memphis. Okay. Oh, a day trip to Memphis. Yeah. It's not bad for Little Rock. And uh, we just, we didn't stop at Elvis Presley's house, but we drove by there mm-hmm. and, of course, stopped at a souvenir shop. And then we toured an old antebellum home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I'm not sure that was our first one. I cannot promise you that yeah. was our first one. <laughs> well, well, here's the great news, Ain't Avenel. No one's going to fact check you. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, so- Every time your, uh, your papa and I would go up there, we'd get to talking about where places that we would like to see. And we would, Mike could take a short day trip or sometimes we would say, okay, we will go, we'll spend the night somewhere if we need to. What about the trip? There was a trip y'all took to, I want to say North Carolina or it it was where there's a church. Papa always loved to tell me that I needed to go see that church in North Carolina, Georgia. Do you know where I'm talking about? I do. Trip is actually, I've known Paul didn't go with me and Papa on that trip. That was based, he wanted to follow in the uh, footsteps of the Children of Pride book that he had read. That's uh, it was the letters accumulated by this one family that was a plantation owner. They, they had plantation and slaves, very well off. 
all of their children went to college. Some became doctors, some became lawyers, and they all corresponded. Mm -hmm. And one of the letters, I believe it was the daughter wrote the letter where they had gone up on Lookout Mountain. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to follow in those footsteps. And he and I did that. Okay. Oh, okay. But was that in Georgia? No, that's uh, Tennessee. Out of Savannah, Georgia? Uh, I thought Lookout I'm, Mountain was in Chattanooga. Yeah, it's some. Um, Lookout Mountain is somewhere around there. I think we drove past it, Casey, when we met Larry and Danielle. Yeah. Of course, uh, there the could reason, also be more than one. That's true. <laughs> well, the reason I said that is because he, when we went to Savannah, Georgia, he told us that we needed to go find this church, and we did. Mm, okay. And it had the cemetery right across the road from the church. Okay. That and may I'm be what I'm thinking of. Same, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think we were with y'all when you did you, that. No, no you oh. were not. Okay. He and I, Papa and I were by ourselves when we did that. Okay. I remember the guy, there was a note on the church door uh, yeah. that to see the proprietor of this little store across the street to get the key to go in the church. So we, Papa went over and got it and it was this big metal <laughs> key and you know, he put it at the door and turn it. It was really uh, an interesting trip. Yeah. Interesting church. Okay, that's what I was remembering. So I don't know why I thought that was on one of your, your big yeah. ones. All right, did either of you remember whose idea it was? It's like, we should all travel together. I think we would just be together and start talking about things that we wanted to do and then just decide as a group, actually, mm -hmm. what we were going to do. And I will tell you that we had always uh, planned to travel the Oregon Trail. Yes. And, we and we made those plans several times, and they never did come to fruition. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. One that of went. my, my memories. So y'all drove here to Alabama in 2017, I think. And I remember right as y'all were getting ready to leave, uncle Paul spread out the map and he and Papa just spent some time looking at the map, like an actual paper map <laughs> right. to try to decide how y'all should go home. And I just was thinking, Oh, how fun. Like, I, people just don't do that a whole lot in 2017 or 2021, <laughs> but you should spend time map reading. <laughs> oh, true. Know your city. That's right. So then where is the favorite place that you all have been together? Or, or and if you have different ones, that's okay too. You didn't have to agree. You don't have to agree. You go ahead, Avenue. Well, I think that we're all really good trips. And there was something special about all of them. But I will have to say that one of my favorites is when we went up on Petty Jean, and that's in Arkansas. And I would, I, well, I actually have been back. We've been there about three In 17, Arlen Lane came and got us. It was my birthday in October, and they wouldn't tell us where we were going. And we ended, the first stop was Pettichine Mountain. Oh, cool. And we got some beautiful pictures of the sun going down behind us. Oh, oh nice. So, yeah. uh, so that's one of my special places. So do you kind of drive up to a lookout or how does it work? You do. And there's a legend there of, of uh, how Pettichine got its name. And uh, 
I can tell you that legend if you want to hear it. Yes, yeah, definitely. Well, back in the 1700s, there was a young Frenchman that wanted to go and explore uh, all this, and he had to get permission from the king. And he was engaged to this little girl. And when he told her what the king gave permission, and when the uh, he told his fiance that he was going, she wanted to go, and he wouldn't let her because he didn't want her to because of the hardship. Mm -hmm. And so she disguised herself as a cabin boy and got a job on the, the ship. And she disguised herself so good that none of them knew who she was. And she called herself Jean. And they called her Little John, which in French means Petty Jean. Yeah. And so they didn't realize who she was until they started the journey home and she got sick with a fever and different things that they did not know what it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, she told them that if she died there, that she wanted to be carried back up on that mountain to that lookout point that she had found and be buried there. Wow. And so that's how Petty Jean got its name. Wow. So she is buried there. She is buried there. So did she die on the trip home? They never did leave. They oh, had they never stored they had boarded the ship to go home when she got sick. Mm. And so they had to stay the night. Okay. And actually some native Indians, I believe is the one that made, uh, uh, what is the word I want? Uh, out of the deer hide to carry her back up the mountains. Oh, like a stretcher mountains. kind of a? Stretcher, yes, the yeah. stretcher. Uh -huh. Wow. So. I have never heard of that. Casey, let's Me add that to our list. Yep. Well, I was going to say there's a lot of hiking trails there. Yes. There's, um, actually, an uh, Indian uh, dwelling, pla uh, dwelling place there that you can, where they have written on the walls with minerals from rocks and yeah, things. Cool. I, yeah. That's one of the reasons I want to go back there because I did not get to see everything I wanted to see. Yeah. yeah. I think that's true with all the places that we visited for some. You know, it was just so much to see that we didn't get to investigate everything. I think one of my favorites, Petty Jean being one, but another, I think, of my favorites is was the Riodoso, New Mexico mm -hmm. trip, where, and that we did that one in June of 2000. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wasn't it, Ivanelle? Again, no one's going to fact check you. 2008. <laughs> It Nobody's was 2008. Fair. I can't read my own notes here. Okay. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Papa always was, you know, just engrossed in the Western, you know, Billy the Kid mm -hmm. and those outlaws and where they lived and, and where they had their gunfights. And Lincoln, New Mexico was one of the places where they did have that. So, it, from Rio Doso, we drove to Lincoln mm -hmm. and had breakfast in the Dolan house there, which uh, Dolan was one of the characters in all of that uh, Western history as well. And we got to eat in a little unique dining area. I mean, it, it was like, it, it was very fancy for there, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. And uh, we ate breakfast there and then we toured that town. And of course, Papa told the history the whole time we were on the trip. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. He was a good storyteller. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. I, I must get that from him. Cause you know, one of my favorite things to do when we travel is I'll buy a book about where we are, or I'll get a brochure and I just read it. Like I just, I can't stop. And then as we're walking, Casey, do you remember I did this in Hawaii? We were walking up some trail and I'm reading a parks map, you know, of this yeah. is that, and this is that, you know? <laughs> and at one point when we were in Hawaii, somebody was like, are you a tour guide? I was like, no, just a person who loves to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that trip to Rodoso, we actually, Avenue and I journaled it. She would write a while, and then I would write a while. And uh, we had some very specifics in that. She read read them to me. She kept the book, and she read them to me the other night. And there's some very detailed descriptions in here. Oh, fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really cool idea. You know, Casey and I both journal when we take our trips, did we start in Korea? I, I can't... think so. Yeah. Um, but we keep our yeah. own, but like we make it a point every night to settle down and, you know, do our journal for the day. Andrew is better about it than I am. <laughs> That's I'm, good. I'm not sure better is the word I would use, but more verbose is a word I would use. <laughs> I almost always peter off towards the end of the trip. (laughs) I did journal the trip that Papa and I made up on to look at mountain. And I've got to find those notes. Yeah, find those notes. Papa was dictating to me. And and I was writing. It might have been a lot in shorthand and I may not be able to transcribe it. (laughs) Yeah, you should definitely find that. And let's figure out where it is. (laughs) As if we don't have little devices that would tell us right now. (laughs) so if you could go back to any of the places where you have gone either because it's changed or like you already mentioned you didn't have time to see something where do you think you would go okay I think that for me I would like to go back to Rio Doso but I will say going this time I would like to fly because after reading those notes it was long stretches you know and (laughs) There were the windmills and all that. And I've seen that already. So yeah. I would fly so that I could could go around. Because Cloudcroft, we just didn't get to stay there very long uh, because it was too high for Papa's. Uh, mm. and, but there is a w- wooden railroad they built back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, lots of hiking trails. Like, I hike a lot. but <laughs> <laughs> That's no cool. time like the present, Mimi. <laughs> Well, that's true. Yeah. I do that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> what, hike? No, I pretend I am when I'm on this oh. exercise. So oh, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, um, okay, maybe I have some follow-up questions when we hang up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ain't Avenel? Well, I I would probably go back to Missouri when we toured uh, mm-hmm. Laura Ingle Walder's home. After I've started reading up on that, mm-hmm. uh, that's very interesting. I don't, have y'all ever read anything about it? Mm-mm, I'm trying yeah. to Google it right now. Yeah, not about the house. I mean, I've read the Little House on the Prairie books, but yeah. this is this is who wrote them. Mm-hmm. And there's a museum that she had a very interesting line mm-hmm. uh, about this, and and it's just I don't think we really toured the farm, Kathleen. Mm-hmm. I think we just went to the museum. We but, went to the museum and to the new house that they had built. Yeah. Remember, we went in her house and she was so tiny, but we also went into the new house 
but and just toward that right around that area uh i don't we did not go to her farm okay oh yeah cute little houses yeah her, mm -hmm. her daughter built them a new house with all the conveniences back in the i believe it was the late 40s early 50s mm -hmm. and oh. they moved there but they didn't stay there but eight years and they moved back to the farm because they really liked the rock house as well as they did their farmhouse okay interesting yeah. and where is that in missouri it is mansfield yeah i believe it's mansfield casey that's yep. to our list that is correct <laughs> i've got it up <laughs> that's cool I'd i like was to check so it out. surprised yeah. you were surprised I, I was surprised when i saw the little desk where she did most of her writing she was so tiny. And if I remember right, I mean, it wasn't it kind of in a little nook underneath the stairs or as you come down the stairs, it was right in that little area. I think so. And she wasn't but about 4'11". Wow. She was tiny. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I would like to check that out. Something you just said, Avanel, reminded me. So there's an episode that listeners will listen to two episodes before yours. And we were telling Papa's ghost story and talking about the new Edinburgh house. And was I correct that you guys did not have indoor plumbing in that house? Oh no, we didn't have indoor plumbing. And your Papa would say that that house was haunted. And, and it, we had a dog trot house. Yes. It had a breezeway down the center of it that separated the rooms. Mm -hmm. And so Carol would sleep into the room, what we called across the hall. Okay. And one night he came into our room. He was scared to death. I mean, he was as white as a sheet mm -hmm. and he had seen a ghost. Yeah. And you would never convince him that that house was not haunted. Yeah. So. Yeah, I told the story to the best of my ability on that podcast. I don't want to offend you, but Ann Ivanel's version was a little better even. Just oh, I, 100%. And that's what Casey, <laughs> Casey goes, was it scarier when Papa told it? And I said, it was because he knew details that I don't remember. And so, yeah, yeah. just hearing you tell it just then was just. Well, was I, will, yeah. I, I will tell you that I was afraid to go over in that <laughs> In that room, if the door was closed, I wouldn't open it and go in. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Juanita say she Even would the sleep in there one time? And she did, but the same thing happened to her. Yeah. Do you remember that, Avenel? I, I do not remember that, but, but I'm sure it did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just remember Papa saying that he just knew it was, it was a brother messing with him, you know, at first. Yeah. He was like, Woody or whoever it was, you know, go away, you know, and then... Like it didn't move and yeah. Spooky. <laughs> well, 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 he did come across the hall to our room <laughs> and he was very scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our last sort of question for y'all is in my memory, you guys always drove on these trips because Papa didn't like to fly or didn't want to fly. And what Casey and I were thinking about is, you know, that's so, well, 
it's more uncommon today than it used to be, right? It's just so easy now to hop on a plane, get a cheap flight and go somewhere. And so we're curious as to your opinion on whether you think that as a culture, we are missing out on something when we fly quickly to a destination versus slowly making our way there. I think you're definitely missing out. Yeah. There are so many beautiful areas in this United States and so many little nooks and crannies that, that you would never think about mm -hmm. that you come across as you're driving through these different towns on these country roads. What do you think, Avenel? Well, I think you do miss a lot because there is so much that you... You oh, Let me just do this, for instance. When we drove to California, we was able to stop and see the painted forest, the petrified forest, mm -hmm. the painted desert, the place where they made movies. Right now, I can't think of the name of it. But we would not have seen any of that had we have flown. Mm -hmm. But we knew it was a way, and we just wanted to see it. Yeah. We saw the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. which we did go down to the Grand Canyon. Ooh. Um, and that was just mm -hmm. on trips by ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we stopped at Roswell. Mm -hmm. And on the way home from uh, Rio Dosa and toured the museum there, wanted souvenirs, and they guided us to a little store across the street that was like a, a country store, had farm supplies and... <laughs> And uh, they actually had a little area there that sold Brighton jewelry. Oh, and yeah. a pop up about our anniversary, you know, 26, and this was in June. Mm -hmm. And he bought me a beautiful Brighton bracelet mm -hmm. for our anniversary there. And then further on down the road, we saw this uh, store that had beautiful ironwork. Mm -hmm. And we stopped there. And that's where I bought Papa's pump, you know, his oil field pump. Oh, yeah. For the for anniversary present, and I have still have it. Yeah. So when you guys would make these stops, are they planned, or are you just trucking along, and you're like, oh, that place looks interesting, let's pull over, or a combination of both, I guess? Well, usually, Paul would go to the, the AAA store and mm -hmm. get books on where we were going to be going and the towns we were going to be going through, mm -hmm. and so we would kind of study mm -hmm. them and mm -hmm. know what there that we wanted to see on the way yeah right yeah. that's cool yeah there so any there places? Again, a book and not uh we didn't go to the internet we went yeah. to a book <laughs> well and that's what i was thinking i think just now ain avenel when you said something about or actually now i'm forgetting which one of you was about country roads you know mm -hmm. now today because we use our google maps Mm -hmm. It's going to tell you the fastest way and it's going to tell you the biggest highway. And so you're not going to be off the beaten path unless you make a concerted effort to be off the beaten path. And so mm -hmm. I think that's a little bit of an element here too. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, we do usually get off the beaten path. Even when we go up to Fedville or Bentonville, mm -hmm. we take the back roads instead of the freeway because we like to see on the back roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we also made a trip to Mount Nebo and mm -hmm. also to Magazine Mountain, didn't we, Avenel, together? Yeah. 
Yeah. Where where are those places? They're in Arkansas and they're beautiful. They're I, I would love to go back to the Ozarks and just be able to tour around those mountain areas. They have beautiful hotels there in most of those places. Yeah. Where you can stay and tour the around the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to see if Arkansas will sponsor this uh, episode because seriously, it's like the Arkansas travel guide over here. <laughs> we you remember when we had the reunion at Oak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I loved it. I did too. It was mm-hmm. so gorgeous. I would, I would love to do that again. I, I love yeah. where we stayed, mm-hmm. and we went out hiking. And I have my favorite video I've ever shot of Casey in my whole life. We went on a hike and then it kind of dropped down to um, like a little lake area. And so Casey and our friend Chris Lalos went down there and were skipping rocks and Casey skipped one and it was perfect. And she turned back around to where mom and I were standing and she goes, I'm a natural. I don't know why it tickled us so much, but like she just was so happy. Yeah, because I'm not a natural. That's why. No. (laughs) I wish Papa could have seen that. (laughs) We might have shown him. Yeah, I'm sure we did. Yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball question at y'all. Love it. Is there any place you've gone? that you thought was over overrated or overhyped that we should not go to. Good. Yeah. I don't remember any. Do you, Kathleen? We were so excited to go to all of those places that yeah. no, I, I can't really. Yeah. You know, Papa and I went back to Memphis later and toured the Elvis home. But to me, that was the only attraction there. So yeah. I would I guess if I had to say one, it would be Memphis. That's okay. that's what I was thinking because I've heard a lot of people say that Graceland is really a letdown. No, mm-hmm. well, we've never heard it, so I, okay. I would. Not, we've just driven okay. by. Yeah. Well, but I mean, the house itself was good to see, and I'm glad we got to do that. But the area around it is so commercialized. That's why uh, I was okay. saying that. Right. That I wouldn't want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even if it's overrated. I would, I would kind of like to go mm-hmm. just to say I've been, I think you should. And it is such an easy drive. When I drove to meet my friends in hot springs some years ago, I drove right through Memphis and it just was such an easy drive from here. And it is a drive where you get off of some of the major thoroughfares mm-hmm. you're still on some decent roads, but you're not on six lane, eight lane highways or whatever. So. Yeah. Well, maybe we should do a ladies trip. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> you can practice all that hiking you do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> I'm getting in shape. <laughs> well, I should have my new car in about a month. So that's right. Everybody... And we can fit no fewer than a hundred people in it. Right. Or six. Well, okay. but... That's good. But, you know, so thinking about cars and, and road trips, when Thea was only three months old, Andrea, yeah, we we borrowed Mary's car, Russell's mom, and we drove from San Antonio to Montevallo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, probably not going to do that again for a while. Yeah. But but again, I have a hard time getting in that mindset that y'all are talking about of like mm-hmm. I'm going to work my way there because I'm always like, okay, this drive is going to take me 12 hours if I don't stop at all. 
I can probably get it down to 11 and a half. <laughs> if I average this speed, I might be able to get it to this amount. <laughs> so I think there's might be a, a mindset shift that, that we would have to mm-hmm. take into account of, you know, just getting to our destination mm-hmm. with all due haste. I think you're right. Cause I've thought about that coming to Texas. Like there's plenty of places for me to stop along the way. And so I'm like, next time I'm going to pull off at that historical marker, or I'm going to go see that thing or whatever, you know, but I get in the car. I'm like, got to get there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, that's the difference because you're always in a hurry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. That is true. A vacation, you should be relaxed and not in a hurry. That's true. Uh, Ivanel, I can't think of the last time I relaxed. (laughs) Probably 1994. (laughs) The year of our Lord, 1900. Let's relax. I'll work on it. Well, uh, well, on that, when you say next time I'm going to do that, I remember when we were going to Florida and you were with us, Andrea, Mm -hmm. uh, there was, and I, I cannot remember what kind of place it was, but I kept seeing it advertised so many miles down the road, and I wanted to stop there. Mm-hmm. And I guess we were in a hurry to try to get to Florida, or maybe we had bit too much time somewhere. And they decided, well, we'll do that on the way back. On the way back, we took a different route. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so that's there's the lesson for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but there's a big, beautiful world out here to see. It's if true. we can just time to see it. Mm-hmm. Very true. You're right. And it well, would be so nice to go on a girl's trip. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. We'll go to one of the hundred Arkansas hotspots. <laughs> <laughs> see what see what the Arkansas Chamber of Commerce, i.e. in Avenel, has to say. <laughs> Well, y'all, we really do appreciate you taking time to to chat with us and tell us your stories. Yep. Always love talking to you. I always love talking to you. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>